Wrecked, the only podcast that makes your thesaurus irrelevant. I'm your host, Ava, and it's going to go from bad to words. I am joined by my co-host, Michelle. That's me. And our guest this week is Rose. Hello. The rules of this podcast are simple. We take a pair of synonyms, such as bucket and pail, and then we rewrite their definitions to be unique. I won't be reading any definitions because it's up to everyone to bring their own knowledge to the table. And I think we all, I think we all know how to play. Um, I think we know how to play tonight. Mm-hmm. We know wordplay. Yeah. Oh, wordplay. That's good wordplay. Uh, I'm gonna paste the, put the list in the call. All right. Our first. Well, we made a we made a promise to Maxi on the last episode to do the pair of synonyms. Ottoman and footstool to go with the chair seat debacle. An ottoman and a footstool. Uh, so already I've got a knee-jerk reaction. To me, the difference is that an ottoman is something that you could store things in, in addition hmm. to the Wait, you foot function. Oh, uh, yeah. Certain kinds, at least. No, like I totally get that. There is like certain, um, like footstools is just a stool for your feet. Ottomans, it does sound fancier, so there must be some sort of distinction. And I have seen a couple chests that you can just like open the lid. I actually have one like right behind me at the foot of my bed that's just, I guess you could put your feet up on it, but like the lid opens up and you can keep your linens in it, like your bed sheets. Uh, when I started to Google Ottoman, one of the autocomplete options was Ottoman with storage. Alright, so it... And, yeah, it do like... you see... Yeah, a lot of these got, a lot of these got little uh, secret compartments in them. Does Ottoman with storage imply that there is a possibility that there's an Ottoman without storage? That's true. Maybe it's not universal. But maybe would a footstool ever have storage i don't ever? think so i don't, I don't think, think so. so i think it's i think it's pure purpose is to be a stool for your feet i definitely it definitely seems like ottomans hmm okay a lot of ottomans seem round but a lot of ottomans with spaces in them are rectangles rose like, how about you weigh on in on this i oof. so Part of what's catching me up is that I'm not really sure what a footstool is. I, no? This is really the first I'm hearing about it. You've never really had a footstool? Huh. Yeah, no, we've always, at least in my house, we've always just called anything you put your foot up on in Ottoman. Really? I've never huh. been... I've never been a user of the word Ottoman, really. Or actually, well, I usually I use, like, foot... Usually I say, like, footrest. Footrest. I always used footstool, but then again, it was appropriated by our dog for her own little personal couch. So I guess I've never really had either. 
looking at the Google images and thinking about the Ottomans I have at home is does the idea that a footstool has legs does that idea have legs mm, some of these Ottomans what got cupboards in them definitely got legs but also the legs seem to be more consistent throughout the footstool and also footstools seem to be maybe smaller or, or like less tall I think footstools seem to be like for chairs. Is that something anyone anyone agree with me? Footstools no, yeah, yeah, for yeah. chair. Footstool is definitely for chairs. I think it's part of like a set. Like if you look at like IKEA or um whatever furniture mm -hmm. store in your area, if they have like a complete set of furniture with like couches and love seats and stuff, it will have a footstool. An ottoman, not necessarily. I feel like ottomans are like extra pieces that could be sold separately. Like, like. See, a... I was gonna say, I was gonna say, a chair has his footstool, and an ottoman goes to a couch. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not, I'm not solid on that definition, but I'm starting to feel it a bit more. Starting to really feel it. I'm starting to feel mm. it a bit. I don't hate it. So like, um, hmm, I guess our issue here is the placement of these two items of furniture in relation to other furniture, and mm -hmm. if they belong there or not. Yeah, that's yeah, that's mm, that. That's also I've, I'm realizing now that's sort of a weak way of defining things because then it's just then it's just like their attachment to other things is like their fully defining feature, which. Yeah, impossible. they they have to have a, like a complete independent definition. Like you wouldn't be you wouldn't lie on the floor and put your feet up on a footstool unless maybe it was like broken or something. Like or you just feel spicy and want to do something different. <laughs> lying down, but like I really want my I want my legs to like get numb and tingly as fast as possible, so I'm going to lie down on the floor and put my feet up on a footstool. Like <laughs> You would really only use one of these two inventions paired with, uh, like, some sort of elevation for the rest of your body as well. It turns, it turn like, both of these things basically take a seat or a couch <laughs> and turn it into a shitty bed. So, again, looking at Google Images, trying to... Suss out any kind of theme here. The other thing I've noticed is that there's a couple of, uh, I guess I would describe them as decorative footstools that look yeah. like animals. There's uh, sheep and elephant and... I just linked the elephant <laughs> in the Discord. This is the cutest dang thing I've seen in my life. It's just like a, a regular bowl. like footstool with relatively long legs, but there's just a stuffed elephant head at the top of it oh it's adorable oh they got a triceratops yeah. oh. so oh perfect oh my god i want that sheep one yes but based on that is there anything to the idea that footstools can be decorative and ottomans are more practical maybe definitely i was gonna say completely the reverse Ottoman just sounds so fancy. 
I'm starting to feel, I think Ottomans might have like some sort of solid space where I feel like they don't have to not have legs, but like an Ottoman, if it does have legs, it at least has to be supporting some sort of boxy or cylindrical structure. Whereas stools are just like legs or thin cushioning holding up a spot to put your feet. Like, cause like most of these footstools I see are like foot platforms. They're not like, whereas Ottomans are like foot buildings, but the building is you only sleep at the top, your feet only sleep at the top of the building and your items live inside it. I, I lost that analogy pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, kind of ran away from you. Ottomans Took seem the like they have out more. from under you. Boom. Uh. <laughs> I I do like I do like the I do like the idea that Ottomans have space in them. But some of them are poofy. Wait, there is a there is something called a poof. A poof. Now that yeah, just sounds ostentatious. Or a pouf or whatever. A poof. Yeah, that just looks like a really overstuffed pillow you can put on the floor. That's a poof. That's not even a thing. Mm. That's not even what we're arguing about. No, and whatever a hassock is. Hassock just Baby. sounds irrelevant. It poof just sounds like that's like, poof looks like baby's first beanbag chair. It does. <laughs> it totally does. It looks like a beanbag chair that you couldn't sink into. <laughs> so, the other thing, talking about how Ottomans are usually cushioned, uh, do you think maybe the idea that you could even if it's not a great idea that you could stand on a footstool to like reach a high place oh totally that yeah. factor in but you can't stand you can on, on a stupid poof you can't stand on a poof that's dangerous you have to you have to like roll like a clown like a rodeo clown rolling <laughs> on a ball on a poof but hmm I don't know. I'm starting to lean back towards the Ottomans go to a couch and footstools go to a chair. But I also, I do the also only... think the cupboard, I think the little cupboard is also very defining. The cupboard? Like the little, the little area inside the Ottoman. Oh, okay. That's what we're calling it then. Cupboard. Cause like these animal stools definitely, wait, this says, this is, tri this says it's a Triceratops Ottoman, but they, they're probably just wrong. Uh, the animal stools, they, they got like volume, but I don't think you can put anything in there. I don't know, it looks, it looks like this one you can. I'm so, sp I'm so split. I'm so split on this one. Cause I, hmm. I don't think it's just covered cause there are some of these sort of round tall Ottomans you can't put stuff in. Unless maybe you can put them in from underneath. You know what? I can't know it. Turning off Google. I'm turning off Google now. I can't trust it. I can't trust it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was about to say, I did break the number one rule and Google the difference between footstool and ottoman, if you'd You're like me fired. to break that out. You are completely fired. 
I don't know. Uh, I want to hear it. I want to hear it because I've been. Oof, we've been going on this one for a bit. <laughs> okay, so according to the the other thing, just like about this, is that I had to look up what an ottoman is because like I've heard of an ottoman, but I never like used that term, so I had no personal feelings towards it to inform this. So. What this poses is that an ottoman is designed to be part of a set, like it'll be made of the same material as a chair or a couch, but a footstool is an individual item. Hmm. Bullshit, though. I've seen... I looked at so many footstools. I, mm. I really think footstools are part of a set, too. Like, honestly, if you go into fucking any sort of like furniture store you see all those like fake living room sets there's a footstool in there and they call it a footstool i do sort of think you probably i'm remembering what rose said about that you can stand on a footstool you can't stand on an ottoman i think i think she's sort of right yeah so footstools provide right because like you can't sure maybe maybe it's just because maybe the top of an ottoman is cushiony yeah, in my experience, they are. Top of an ottoman is cushioned, okay. But a footstool is not. Maybe, maybe. And maybe. ottomans have cupboards in them and footstools do not? Hmm. But it's like, maybe not, maybe at least, because there are some footstools that are probably a little cushioned, but I think, like, I think, I think, uh, I think an ottoman has, like, a consistently cushioned structure, sort of like a couch. Their ottomans are couch-like. If not always paired with a the couch, they're at least couch-like. It's convergent evolution. The autumn, the couch evolves the ottoman, and the footstool evolves from the chair. So there's like no. a whole like family tree of this yeah. sort of furniture. Yeah, but footstools and ottomans aren't related. It's just they, you Distant know, they cousins. had a similar similar niches to fill. First they're cousins? closer related. Uh, they're closer related to elephants. Second cousins. <laughs> Second cousins twice removed. So I'm gonna say like an ottoman is like a bulkin a bulky cushioning foot foot place put place to raise your feet. No, no, foot place is good. Foot place is good. Stick with foot place. Uh, maybe foot furniture? Furniture for your feet. Feet furniture. Alright, a big bulky cushion foot furniture. And a footstool is a tiny foot place that's severely undercushioned <laughs> but as a result is better to stand on okay so we're not even going to get into like foot cupboards i don't think we need to All i think right. the i think yeah, i think the ottoman's cupboards are mostly just the fact that like because they're big and bulky you can that affords them real estate to have cupboards all right. If that's reasonable. Yeah, it makes sense to me. All right. 
our next our next set of words are the two nouns seasoning versus spices and i know there is like an actual difference between these two because i work in a kitchen and everyone has an idea about this but i really wanted to hear other people's opinions on what's the difference between seasoning and spices yeah let's have our uneducated opinions go first and then you can just like (laughs) completely (laughs) eviscerate us once we've said our share Listen, I cook a lot and like work in a f- in the food industry, but that doesn't mean like I know about cooking. We watched. I'm sure we watched the same amount of YouTube cooking shit. Yeah, probably. Anyway, Rose, you want to go first? You want to subject yes, yourself a, to this first? It's an absolutely qualified expert because I uh, took a cooking class in high school once. Mm. Oof, damn, she's got to speak. There beat. we go. Uh. My feeling here is that that spices are specifically made out of plants and seasonings don't have to be. Hmm. Yeah, so like, well, mushrooms and such would be aromatics, correct? Mm-hmm. But seasonings oh, was... could be... What? No, 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 you're the expert here. If you have something to say, please, please, destroy me. Yeah. I I wasn't even thinking about mushrooms, honestly. I was thinking more about uh, cinnamon, mostly, as a spice. Uh, Cinnamon's part of a plant. It's bark from a tree. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the argument I'm making. Cinnamon is plant. Yeah, let's let's just list some things and we'll quantify them as spices or seasonings. Someone's listening to very bassy music in their car outside. Uh, so, like, lemon zest. Seasoning. Okay. It is a plant, though. Oh, God! But is, is uh, it allowed? Okay. <laughs> you got me! <laughs> uh, and pepper. Pepper is a spice. I think we can agree. Also a plant. Plant, yes. How do what we about... feel about salt then? Salt is seasoning. Salt is a, a mineral, mineral rock, so it should be a seasoning, yeah. And people always say, like, always in like a uh, Bon Appetit test kitchen, if you're watching this, I love you so much. Uh, they always say, season <laughs> your stuff, and then they put the salt on it. I was like, oh, that can be it? That's, that's seasoning? That, that's seasoning? Just like base seasoning is just salt. I mean, that's like, you know, for. You know, if you're not as adventurous as some of us, yes, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to add, like, more seasoning and spices later, but they're like, oh, if you're just, like, cooking this straight up, like, nothing nothing else, just, you know, practicing. Even just salt is seasoning. Yeah, just salt, that's seasoning. Plus, it's Mm -hmm. not a plant, it's a mineral, it's a rock, you're eating rocks. Can't be classified (laughs) as a spice. Seasoning. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, mustard. Mm. Like a Coleman's mustard mustard powder. So, I know this show normally deals in direct synonyms, but I'd like to ask, what's the difference between a spice and something spicy? Well, uh, spice... well, spicy is an adjective. Yeah, spice doesn't well, yeah, necessarily yeah, have but... to be spicy. Spicy has capsaicin in it. 
that's hmm. Yeah, you can say like something. Oh, have some... we ever done? Have we done spicy? Yeah, we have. Well, yeah, actually, um, we were talking about like mild. We talked about it. We're talking about yeah, like we talked about mild before. Like, or I think oh, yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked about general mild. spiciness about... or whatever, whatever that was. Yeah, that was it. We talked about mild. Uh, viewers can go look so... up for themselves because I'm too lazy, but possibly yes. So yeah, spice like just the difference, I guess. Like, hmm, does that mean spices is something that increases the spiciness of something? You know, that's a pretty if there... then and yeah, I would say if spice, then yes. So then, but does that mean hmm? What's something that could increase the spiciness but isn't a spice? Uh, I like I don't know what a hmm, like first thing to come to mind there would be uh, seasoning salt. Oh oh oh! But I think Wait, seasoning salt's no, like a mix no. of seasoning and spices. Maybe what is it? Okay, because uh, I got like paprika and salt. Yeah, and to like... take that in a different direction, then something that adds spiciness but isn't uh, spices. Cobra venom. I was no. going to say, like, just on a larger scale, you could add, like, whole-ass chopped jalapeno pepper into your chili or whatever. Yeah, that's not spices. Plant. Yeah. But it's not like a... Like, I wouldn't say, like... Hmm. What do I say? Like, if someone was going to say, like, I'm going to add the spices, and then they put just a whole jalapeno in, I don't know if I'd say that's spices. Uh, spices have to be tiny. Yeah, that would be an ingredient. Spices is, like, processed. It's chopped up. It's in powder form, I feel it's like. It's like garnish. Yeah, or it's, at, or it's at least, like, in sort of a, a dried state, like star anise. It's conserve. It's, like, easy to conserve. You know, it's, like, part of the spice trade. Seasoning is stuff that we had to conquer the world for, and see, or spices is what we had to conquer the world for. Seasoning we can get wherever. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm still trying to think of something that could like increase spiciness, but isn't a spice. Like besides, like just being a bigger ingredient. Like, hmm. I guess. Well, yeah, I guess. I got. Honestly, I don't hate that. Def I don't hate that definition. Just like spiciness, spices increase the spiciness, but also I hate that definition. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's specifically a powder that increases spiciness? Does that yeah. help? Like a garn, a garnish, a garnish that increases spiciness, increases mouth heat. <laughs> So what's that make a seasoning? Well, I think it would be helpful if you told us uh, what other seasonings are there besides salt. Salt is basically the main ingredient for pretty much all seasonings. Uh, back in the old days, there used to be more sort of seasonings people would use, like ash and saltpeter. Ash? <laughs> Yeah, people, Ash. Would just, people would just bury their food in charcoal. 
Oh, like charcoal grills. I thought you just meant like burning like some any, paper like, or whatever. Just like, gray ash. Sprinkle that on your food. That's disgusting. I, mean, I, think, you'd, I think you'd I think you'd like wrap it first, but uh, but like the I like my associate like the core idea of seasoning was like was first sort of used to preserve like you'd make like salted meats and stuff because it'd make it last longer oh, and then yeah, yeah. and but then like people like it because it's good so they kept it so i think like se- seasoning is definitely at its core salty yeah because yeah. that's just like that's just like the tastiest way to preserve it like we don't use saltpeter anymore really for preserving things Totally, and if you don't put salt on something, then you're doing you're 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 just wrong. You hate you're wrong, and you need to you need to. Even oh, in desserts, just a little right bit of salt. Yeah. Yeah, seasoning doesn't have to be just salt, but it should maybe include it. Definitely should include include it. At least like salty something like. Like a rub or garnish that's like salty or acidic for the sake of preserving. Because I think I also like, uh, I know for like some foods you can like preserve it with like citric acid powder, like tomatoes or something. And I think that counts as seasoning. Which also reminds me that you can, if you really want some fucking sour experiences, you can just go to the store and buy just citric acid powder for preserving food. And then just mix that with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Might hey, have to so, try that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about one of your earlier questions. Uh, what's something you could put in food to make it spicier? <laughs> yes. And I've got some bad news for you. Because I what? just remembered. Uh... Old Bay seasoning is used to make seafood spicier. <laughs> Why is in there? Yeah, but what it's it's a mix. It's a mix, though. It's got spices in it. And do we really care about what happens in Maryland? <laughs> Listen, I like it, but that's... I know I love Old Bay. Don't get me wrong, but like uh, Old to Bay seasoning, like the goal is to season with like the salts in it, but they add the they add the spices to it to give the seasoning flavor. Yeah. Uh, it says specifically the ingredients are celery salt, black pepper, crushed red pepper, and paprika. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think all of those, like, if you just, like, just paprika isn't a seasoning. But this is a seasoning because it's salty and they added paprika to it to give the seasoning a flavor. So... Would you say your definition of seasoning is salt and salt mixes? Yeah, or any sort of like, like acidic food preserver thing. Tart, you know. So yeah, salt, salt mixes, or like acidic mixes for preserving and flavoring food. Our next set of words this week are the adjectives classic versus vintage. Classic and vintage. 
Synonyms fight. Immediate what opinion, but Rose, you go first. So, what a generous host. I, thinking about it, the best I can come up with is that classic is applied to more abstract ideas, like music and stories, and vintage is applied mm. to a physical mm. item. Yeah, like, oh, that's classic. That's Ooh, a yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah. That's a classic. But if you said vintage, that's like, this is a vintage rifle, because it's old as fuck. Yeah. You know. Okay. Do you think you can still... Hmm. Oh. What's up? What's I, th- I up? thought you were going to say something. No, no, Not no. me. Okay. But do you think, like, if you made a new thing based off of, like, an old thing, thing like that, do you think that's still, like, a vintage style? Like, a vintage? Does that count? Or does it have to be I feel if it's old based off of itself. something. I feel like if it's based off of something that is already marked as vintage, you could call it, like, vintage-inspired or <laughs> yeah like something of that style but it is a new object it has not been around yeah. for very long so it in it it in and of itself cannot be considered vintage it is vintage inspired so like you wouldn't say like oh if i bought a gramophone even if it's new you wouldn't say that's vintage yeah i would say like no. oh that's a vintage concept but it was just made like a couple of months. <laughs> yeah, I would well, say it's a, it's a classic design. Yeah, a classic, classic design. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah, that's a cla- like oh that that's a gramophone. Oh, that's a classic. But if you said like this is old, it's vintage. Also, I like the word vintage. It feels good to say vintage. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, I like those definitions. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we got that. <laughs> But how do we? Oh well, how do we? How do we say those? Classic is. Classic is. Classic in is the mind. Classic is in the the vibe, the general aesthetic of something. Mm-hmm. Vintage. Like a, aesthetic or ideal of being, of being like retro or like last long lasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just old. Classic. Of another time. What about what about what about like classic Coke? Because that's just what all Coke is called. Classic Coke. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah that's classic. You... It's of another time. It's just, you know, I mean, it's still around, but it's you know, the one and only yeah, think... old type classic. I think you might have stumbled onto something there in that everything I could think of that is called a classic is something that has either survived or has actively maintained its reputation, you know? it's mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be pulling out a Betamax player and calling mm-hmm. that a classic design. Oh, that you know? <laughs> so I guess then a classic implies good? Good uh, in... <laughs> enduring maybe definitely enduring mm-hmm. we don't want to add like um biased opinion to this this is supposed to be a scientific process god damn it in yeah the aesthetic or ideal of being retro or enduring 
and then vintage is uh, the like a singular object's longevity. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Hi. Perfect. Okay. Our next set of synonyms this week are the noun, or well, noun or verb. I think either sort of work in this case, but uh, it's a fight versus a battle. And I guess you could say to fight or to battle, or the difference between a fight and a battle. I think we'll probably answer that question for both by the end of this, but I'm leaning towards thinking of it as a noun, but I'll accept, I'll accept for verb arguments as well. I, I mean, are you, are you sure about this? There's such a clear difference. Like, battle has some sort of glory to it. You have some sort of honor. Really? Fight is just something you get into when someone fight. makes fight, fun of you. Fight, 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 Yeah, fight, You're fight, fight. fight. That's we the kind of thing battle. you use to describe when you crunch a bag of chips down somebody's back because they called you a little bitch. <laughs> Do you have a personal story to share, or...? <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. Uh, okay, okay, I can, uh, I can die with that idea a little bit. Battle is definitely a word we don't use too much anymore to describe, uh, to describe <laughs> kids getting dis- into scuffles. Yeah, I'm sure like middle schoolers are out there like, do battle with me, and then they just kind of like slap do fight each other for a second. But that's not that's not battling. So. What I would say is that a fight is one-on-one, and a battle is at least two-on-two. Two. Mm. There has to be, yeah, there but has to be, like, usually it's reserved for, like, armies against armies and stuff. Yeah, like, what about, like battalions. A battle? Oh, that's but then the that's trainer and the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, yeah, that's, they're okay. a team. Mm, okay, a battle, battle. And battle, there can also okay, be like battle. double battles, stuff like that. And also, it's way cooler than just a regular old fist fight. Like, can you imagine then, like, having these like powered up rat monsters, and then you just try to get in a fist fight with someone? Can you imagine? Like, I would. The complete would waste so of time. <laughs> Although I do want to see Ash get in a fist fight. I'm not going to lie. That'd be fucking hilarious. Has Ash never just, like, walked up and punched someone before? He tried to in Indigo League. There is... I think there's a Digimon character who's like that, but... Uh, God, I wish I watched Digimon now. That sounds rad. We need to watch Digimon. (laughs) Okay, but... I would still like bar fights. Usually have lots of people in them, but those uh, but those those have no honor. They have no glory. It's just a bunch yeah, of drunken yeah. idiots trying to prove they're better than one another. That's yeah, not, but that's they're not still honorable people. Yeah, yeah, but that's still like that's still battles with your definition. <laughs> Battle has to have some sort of purpose <laughs> and honor. Bar fight is like, what do you call me? You get it. You get a, you get one fist to the side of your face, and then everybody's in like, oh yeah, I want in on that. And then you get thrown out. Okay, okay. I have an idea here. Battles are historical events. Battles are like... Battles are like... They're historical. They have... They've happened and they're remembered. Yeah. Battles are like... They have some sort of importance connected to them. Yeah, like... 
like when when like after a war happens even if the war was for shitty dishonorable reasons they would still say like ah the bad the battle of that hill over there you know that's called the battle of blank you know yeah battle of it's not blank. like you're not gonna call a bar fight a battle because nobody's gonna remember the battle of greg and tom over a lighter unless like unless the bar fight like I don't know, consumes the entire city, and then people would call that, like, ah, the Battle of Chicago or whatever. I don't know. But that's that's what I'm leaning. I think battle is a historical event. Battle is hindsight. Definitely. Fighting fighting is, like, the fight is the... hmm. I I do sort of agree a fight is definitely for dumbasses. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a whole lot of importance. It's just kind of there, gone, can last a few seconds. The, okay, yeah. but how do you feel about Street Fighter? Those are honorable characters fighting for a title, but they are fighting. They Fight. are fighters. Mm. They are battling in a battle. Or fighting mm. in a battle. <laughs> I don't no! know about that one. I mean, th- th- they got cool stuff going on. It's not just a fist fight. They got, like, special powers and junk. <laughs> I don't know the lore but... behind it, honestly, so I guess I can't really say anything about it. Tell me the lore of Street Fighter, and then we can decide uh, sh- if it's important enough or not. Uh, Shadow Lao. Uh, Seth M. Bison. That's, there, okay. some... Bison! I know it's an official tournament of something, but I don't, I don't know the story that well to be honest. Uh, okay, but if you I need that Street Fighter this... lore for this scientific experiment to be valid, to have validity, we need, we need, we need, we need source we'll material. <laughs> we need Michelle. to experiment. What? <laughs> we'll, we'll, I promise we'll watch we'll watch the Street Fighter movie sometime. Okay. But... okay. <laughs> uh, I think the thing, the reason why Street Fight Street Fighter Street Fight fights is they're not battles <laughs> because there's so many Street Fighter fights that no one will remember them, so they won't get fun titles, which makes them not battles. Okay, fair. Okay, you got me. I concede. So, speaking of fun titles, I'm looking at a Wikipedia list of battles. I didn't know there was a Street Fighter movie. There are two. There are two! Well, two live action ones. Live action, huh? Yeah. Are they any good? There's one anime. (laughs) No. Well, it just depends on your definition of good. One is definitely not good, and one of them is fun. <laughs> fun! Yeah, next episode, good versus fun. Good versus fun. Ooh, yeah, can't, can we actually add that to the list? That sounds Maybe. fun. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, Rose, you were going to say something, I think? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a list of battles, and... Just scanning the names, so far, everyone I've seen has been of a place. Battle of Saratoga, Battle of Cut Knife Hill, Battle of Lincoln Castle. 
Yeah, I mean, it has to have, like, a specific location. That's that's part of what makes it memorable. People remember the place in which they fought for whatever honor or glory they thought they were fighting for. Well, yeah, that's going with the bar fight example again. How big does the place need to be in order for it to... Like, could there be a Battle of Moe's pub, or does it have to be... Maybe it has to be military. Well, if if we actually want to get down into it, like Stonewall, people remember Stonewall. So yeah, as a, as a riot though. As a riot, like, can a riot be considered a battle? It was a battle maybe. for our rights. Hmm. It was a battle to combat uh, cop corruption Cops. and mafia collaboration with Ma- the police. What, what was it? <laughs> yeah, like, the mafia was... The mafia let gays, like, hang out there and live and, you know, in relative peace if they gave them money, and if they couldn't pay them money, then they turned them over to the police, and Stonewall was a riot. Yeah, well, all that. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was, okay. like, a common thing back then. Okay, I see what you mean now. Yeah. I did not know, I did not know that much detail. Yeah, gays, know your history, uh, know your history, get it from a good source, get involved with your com- your community... And talk to your gay elders. Hey, uh, I, uh, again, Celine riot on that one, but riots are good. I think I, I'm starting to think that battles might be military. Yeah, I can see that. Like it, it has to in, have some in, form of um, organized. Pikachu, Pikachu is Ash's military. <laughs> I would say Pokemon would be a militia then. Pokemon militia. Yeah. How do we always end up talking about Pokemon? Oh yeah, because we're huge nerds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a battle, a battle is between military, like military or organized, like coordinate, yeah, coordinated forces, and then fight is beating the shit out of each other yeah i agree okay i can live with that how many combinations of words have we done was that three uh that was four. Oh, four. so i got one yeah all right hit me uh type in so different without your mechanical keyboard yeah because you're like, oh, are you typing or are you just gone? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, our last set of words this week are the nouns rival and nemesis. A rival versus a nemesis. What you got? Hit me. Hit me with whatever you got. Rose, I'm sure you have an opinion. I knew you were going to make her go first again. (laughs) So, you're not going to like this because of what you said earlier, but... I'm sure I will. The only example I could think of of someone being called a rival is Pokemon. Oh, goddammit. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't what I was expecting you to go with, but yeah, I mean, I still like it. Yeah, rival. I mean, that fits. Rival is someone who makes you want to mm. be better. 
a rival is still a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Rival is someone who you are not particularly jealous of. It's someone who pushes you to be better at something that you're passionate about. Someone who you can bounce ideas off of. Someone who you can actually rely on. There can be an amount of, you know, tension. Sexual tension. Exactly. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and no. that can be the case also with Nemesis. Although Nemesis, that, that, mm-mm. No trust there. It is very... Guns pointing at each you. other's heads. Very dangerous. It's the risk. That's the risk. That's a risky one. Like, like a nemesis. A nemesis will drag it out, but their end goal is hopefully to kill you or defeat you. Yeah. There's an element of danger to that. It's a rival with... with but watch out! <laughs> rival with detriments. Something. That's what I was going for. <laughs> What I'm thinking about is I've also heard people use the term sports rivalries. So athletes mm-hmm. who don't necessarily know each other and share that intimate bond are still at least framed by others as rivals because they are in the same competition. Or like, because like, they're being sort of like pitted against each other. Oh yeah, I'm they sure there's comparisons like comparisons for each other. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a, a gradient of like, um, or maybe like a like a color wheel kind of spectrum of like, oh, do you have like uh, an emotional intimacy with this person? Do you know them deeply, or do you just like know each other based on this common thing that you're passionate about and have a mutual understanding that you both want to get better and that's what drives you to practice with each other and there it it, it, it all depends on like the situation and what kind of relationship it is and all that mm-hmm. yeah so I'm not completely sold on the friendly relationship aspect but I would agree that Rivals are competitors, and that nemesis is something more immediately dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rival rivalry is not actively hostile, but it's definitely like has the presence of some sort of competition. Whereas nemesis is their their your they're gonna you're sort of like your downfall a bit. Yeah, someone you really gotta fight, like for real. Someone you can Mm -hmm. do battle with. Perhaps. Yeah. You will definitely have to fight them at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so we got rival. Rival is your your is a, is like your set like someone set to be your competition mm-hmm. long term. Yeah. Right. Or I guess it doesn't have to be long term. I guess you can have a rival for a day. Long term competitive partner. Yeah, yeah, long-term competitive partner. <laughs> I'm not really into anything serious right now. I'm sort of looking for more casual rivalries right now. <laughs> I mean, have you guys not have rivals before? I'm not sure if you're joking or not. I'm, I'm, co- had... I'm 100% serious. There, there is, there is someone who I do sort of see as a rival, but I don't think she sees me as a rival, oh, yeah. and it makes me feel, it makes me feel a little inadequate. Oh, a one-sided rivalry. <laughs> I've been there. 
Don't worry, what's, you'll what's... find your rival soon enough. There's Aww. someone out there for you. <laughs> Thank you. What's your rival like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do want. Okay, we'll say that for an off air, but I do want to know about your rival. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then Nemesis. Nemesis is. Like, when I think Nemesis, I think of, like, you know, arch nemesis, like, superheroes. Like, someone who's, someone who is, like, an aggressive, an aggressive counterpart who is, like, plotting your downfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely some, some, uh, what's the word? Essence? Some essence of, uh, Mm -hmm. life-ending danger to it. Mm-hmm. Possibly to yeah, yourself or doom. another person. I'll just say doom, plotting your doom. Yeah, doom. All right. Okay. Okay. Our definitions from our words this week are wait, should I hold on? Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's weird. Look short. Look shorter on the page. All right. Ottoman noun: a big, bulky, cushioned foot furniture. Footstool, a tiny foot place that's severely undercushioned, but as a result is better to stand on. Seasoning, noun, salt, salt mixes, and acidic mixes for preserving and flavoring food. Spices, a garnish that increases mouth heat. Classic, adjective, aesthetic or ideal of being retro retro or enduring. And vintage, a single object's longevity. Fight, noun, beating the shit out of each other. Battle, uh, aggressive act between militaries or coordinated forces. Rival, noun, a long-term competitive partner. And a nemesis, an aggressive counterpart that is pl- plotting your doom. Alright, does anyone have any problems with any of the definitions on this list? I am good. I do. <gasps> what is this? <gasps> okay, now that I'm going to start the new segment music where it's like, fucking judge judy music and like cell door slamming bringing bring it bringing out the fucking dancing lobsters bring the witness bring the bring the bring the defendant to the stand Uh, who do you want to who do you want to call to the stand i'm not sure what you mean if i call someone to the stand our Uh, definitions girl pick the word oh Yes, I would like to challenge your definitions of super and mega. Okay. Okay. So what's uh what's the what's the what's the pl- what's the complaints? What's the? So as you described, super is something naturally occurring, and mega is something artificial. Yes, new and improved greatness. And. My argument is that neither of those are true. It's <gasps> that super is about quality and mega is about quantity. Hmm. Huh. Uh, okay. So are you saying this is like in conjunction with the previous definition or completely new? I'm putting forward two new definitions. All right, all right. I listened to episode two last night to get ready for this appearance, and so I remember these specific examples that are brought up, which is why I'm so 
eager about this. Would you okay. like to would you like to bring them up again because I have completely forgotten. <laughs> so the examples brought up were Super Mario, Superman, mm-hmm. and Mega Man. Yes. So something that uh I guess you I should mention is that there is such a thing as Mega Mario. Oh shit. And you know You know what his deal is? What's Mega He's Mario's just, deal? Mega Mario is just Super Mario but fucking ten times taller. Okay, okay. Wouldn't okay. that be new and improved greatness though? Because Super Mario is, you know, is is Super Mario is it's it's great. It's great. Mega Mario is new and improved bigger than bigger and better than before. When that Mega's just... new mushroom. But I do I see what you're getting at that with the Mega they increased his volume. Yes, and Mario the other volume thing, increase. <laughs> uh the the reason I say this about Mega Man is that Superman, he's got like five, seven superpowers, and people say that's a lot. Mega Man's got like 80 superpowers. Yeah, because he can take other people's powers. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done that yeah, a lot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Superman is an alien from another planet, right? That's his like natural state. So he's super in conjunction to like, he's superer than humans are. He has superpowers. Mega Man is an improvement upon humans and basically any life forms that we've ever created in existence, including aliens. I don't mm. think he is an improvement on human because he's a robot. He's not a cyborg. Hmm. Mm. Well, do you want to get into the definitions, like the differences between robots and cyborgs now? Because I would love to do that. Oh, there's uh, Mega. There's Mega Mario. Yeah. So, for the purposes of what I was saying, all I meant was that he is a top-to-bottom artificial being made of metal and plastic and stuff. He was never an organic human, and to my understanding, a cyborg is uh, someone who is at who at least used to be human having mechanical parts put in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An improvement can always be a very subjective idea. So it's... Hmm. It's like, tough to quantify more, it. Maybe it's, it's not necessarily that Mega Man was improved upon, but he is... Man is in the name. He's based off of humans. We made him in our image. We could have made him look like anything, but we made him look like us. So it's still an improvement on our formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, hmm, if you see where I'm coming from. Damn, what does that say about the dog, though? <laughs> Super dog. Super dog? There's... No, the... Uh, I was thinking of my first brain went to Superman's dog, but now I know you mean the dog from 
Mega Man that he jumps on. Oh. Yeah, what... <laughs> If we made Mega Man in our own image, what does it mean that we made something in dog image? Dog image. Well, dogs are already perfect. We don't need to improve on that. Well, they did make him, they did change him. They made him able to give big jumps. I guess that's true. But some dogs can give pretty good jumps. Some dogs can do pretty good jumps. Going back to that episode, Rush is definitely a hound. He's earned that. Ah, yes, that hound yeah. can do jumps. Uh, but yeah, I believe I've stated my case pretty straightforwardly. Mega is more stuff, Super is good stuff. Okay, okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I can think of any other examples, any other evidence. Like mega, like I could definitely see. I could see something being like when you get like one of those like video game mega packs or like those those crappy DVDs for eleven dollars, where it's like Mega Movie Night. It's a lot of movies, and they're definitely not high quality. Hmm. They're definitely not new and improved greatness. Oh yeah, uh, I just remembered the other thing was uh, you brought up megabytes, which are a lot of bytes. A lot of bytes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... Well, hmm. I'm I'm yeah, still abiding hmm. by the old definitions, but I do think we can append. Train time. This to... <laughs> I do think we can append this definition to our old ones. Yeah, I do see your point. Like Mega Marts. It just got a lot of stuff. Like a lot of stuff. Okay, so basically what we're pitching here is Super is greatness from quality and Mega is greatness from quantity. Yes, that's that's why I'm pitching at least. Alright, I can I can Quanti- dig it. Quantity quantity or mass. Oof, Dang that train. train. Oh god, he's getting closer. <laughs> Do you know the first podcast was just the sound of a train coming closer? <laughs> Is he done yet? I think he's done. Okay. So I hmm. I think I'll I think I can accept that. I think I can accept that. I Who's on I can't remember who's on that episode. Was that second episode was Frick, I can't remember. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think whoever it was will terribly mind that we uh, are destroying their legacy. Uh so we got Great greatness, great from great from quality, great from quality, and then mega is greatness derived from quantity or mass. All right, I I find that I find that updated definition acceptable. But do do realize, everyone listening at home, this means nothing's on the list is safe anymore. Anything can change anytime as long. 
I'm only gonna give guests only get one per episode, but if you're listening at home and you got beef, right, right in. P.O. Box. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get you on this show. There's a Twitter account at me. Sent in a physical letter. If you find our address, I will come and find you. So be wary. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is on. Michelle is cannot be stopped. Yeah. One once they start, they cannot be stopped. So just keep that in mind when you write in. All right. I have been your host, Ava. Rose, where can people find you online if if you want to be found? Uh yes, you could find my Twitter at genuine no prize and you could find my comics podcast uh Give me a second to double check what the Twitter is called. You could find my comics podcast on Twitter at Jumping On Point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a monthly book club where me, my friends Cat and Jake read comics, and uh, so far we've read Grant Morrison's Klaus and Brian Lee O'Malley's Seconds been a lot of fun so far cool Coolio. all right and uh michelle i believe there's someone you want to plug yeah you know it red marmot i say this every time but uh red marmot er, uh, uh, cut that out <laughs> cut that out red marmot r-e-d-m-a-r-m-o-t-t-e on twitter that's the person who did the music for this go check him out I love that music. Alright, that's gonna be all for this week's episode. Until next time, get wrecked! Yeah, get wrecked.